Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello there, and welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. This is episode number 61, and it is an episode that I am beyond excited about. Look, just let me go ahead and tell you right now, please carve out about the next 20 or 25 minutes, because this is some really powerful and really amazing stuff that I'm going to share today. It's, uh, it can, man, I know it sounds corny, but I just really believe it can change your life. So you guys know that like sometimes I like to say, you know, when I start the podcast, like, hello to everyone who's smart enough to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny, but honestly, I really kind of mean it. I think that you guys are pretty doggone amazing. And I started thinking about that and about you who subscribes and consistently listens to this podcast. And I thought, you know, there are certain things that I believe about you. There are certain things that I want for you. So that's exactly what we're going to cover today. Five things that you are and five things that you are not. Actually, five things that you can no longer do <laughs> that I'm kind of forbidding you to do, okay? This is going to be like a contract. This is going to be our agreement so if you're going to continue listening to this podcast, then you are going to sign a contract to uphold these things. I'm literally going to send you a contract to sign and uphold with yourself. You'll see what I'm talking about. We'll get into all that towards the end of the episode. But right now, I'm going to share five things that you are and five things that you are not. Okay, here we go. Let's get started. Number one, you are smart. You may think you're smart or you may not, but if you don't, it's probably because you have some idea of what smart is. It's like, oh, it's having a graduate degree or a PhD, or it's all about being good at math or being a really fast reader or understanding computers and technology or having a great vocabulary and knowing a bunch of big words. Sure, all of those things are examples of being smart, but they're not the only ways. I guarantee you have unique knowledge and insight that I don't have, that others don't have. You are smart, and you can learn, and you know how to apply the things you learn. Start believing that, because the more you believe and say that you're not smart, well, you're, you'll stop taking actions that make you even smarter, and you'll start living a lie that fits the quote-unquote not smart person that you keep telling yourself that you are. That's total crap. You are smart, my friend. And I'll give you one big reason. Because you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> you are smart enough to understand that there's a whole lot more to losing weight and improving our health than just doing some stupid 21-day challenge or cutting out a certain food group. You know it's more complex than that. And because you've thought through it and understand that, that means you are smart. And I'm honored to have you as a listener. So that's number one. Next up, you are brave and courageous. Now, there's something specific in your mind that represents courage, and maybe you haven't done it. So you see yourself as lacking courage. 
But that's total bullcrap. Every single day you do things that require courage and you faced and tackled things in your life that scared you and filled you with fear. But you did it anyway. You moved forward anyway. You walked through that scary fog and you came out on the other side. You've done things in life that require more bravery and courage than I can fathom. So my friend, you are brave and you are courageous whether you want to admit it or not. And assuming you listen to this podcast regularly, I can vouch for you because I share some tough truths, some things that you know deep down are true, but honestly, you probably really don't want to admit it or hear it. Yet you are here. You are open and willing to receive those things and to challenge yourself and to challenge your long-held beliefs. That takes courage. You're brave and courageous. Next up, number three. You are strong. Who knows? You may be able to deadlift 900 pounds like my good friend Orlando Maximus, or you might struggle to pick up a heavy bag of groceries. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter. You are strong. We all have some level of mental, emotional, and physical strength. And I'm willing to bet that just like with bravery and courage, you have way more strength than you realize. You've accomplished things in life that require incredible strength. So whether you realize it or not, you are strong and you can do tough things. And here's the really awesome part. Every time you do something that's tough, every time you do something that's hard, you get stronger mentally, emotionally, physically. You get stronger. That's the beauty of strength is that it just goes up and up. It just increases. <laughs> so you, my friend, are strong. Next up, you are capable. You have everything it takes to achieve anything you want. Let me say that again. Don't miss it. You have everything it takes to achieve anything you want. You are more than capable of doing anything you want in life. The more you understand that and believe that, the more empowered and confident you will be. You have limitless power and potential inside of you. But it's up to you to tap into that power to make your life amazing and, let's don't miss this, to help make other people's lives amazing also. See, you have way more power and capability and love inside of you than you need or can even use. So why not share it with other people? And then, guess what? This really cool thing happens when you share your power and love with others, when you use it to lift others up, it's not gone. It's not like you lose it. It's actually amplified. <laughs> it's such a beautiful thing. One of my favorite songs is by Andy Grammer. It's called Give Love. And one of the lines perfectly encapsulates this like incredible power and capability and love that you have inside of you. It says, you're going to be a light in a cold world. You've got extra love pumping up in your veins. To my people feeling down or my people feeling empty, I've got so much of this love, I've got to give it away. Now, speaking of love, that's the fifth thing. You are loved and worthy. Look, I don't care if your best friend just told you that you're a loser. I don't care if you're going through a divorce. I don't care if your teenage son just screamed that he hates you. I don't care if your sweet little dog just bit you. I don't care if your social media post just got absolutely zero love or if it got blasted by a bunch of people who thought it was dumb or insensitive. It doesn't matter. Please hear me. 
All of those things are temporary, and none of them determine your worth, and none of them make you any less lovable or less loved. You are a living, breathing human being. You are priceless. You are worthy of anything and everything you could ever want or dream of. How do I know this? Because I just know it. (laughs) The same way that we know it's wrong for someone to molest a child. We just know that, right? There's no debate about whether pedophilia or child pornography is wrong. We all just know it's wrong. There's no debate. Well, I just know that you are loved and worthy. And I believe there's a God who's full of so much love for us that we can't even understand it. If you don't believe that, then just borrow my belief. (laughs) You guys have heard me talk about that before on the podcast. You can borrow my belief because I promise life is so much better when you believe that God loves you instead of believing that God is just waiting to punish you and say, ha, 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 I told you so. That's no way to live. And one of my favorite quotes from the Bible backs this up. In Romans, it says, I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below Nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God. <laughs> uh, and you may say, well, Corey, I, I don't know what I believe about all that. I, I'm, I'm not a Christian, or I'm not this, or I'm not that. I don't care. It doesn't matter. So what? I believe that God loves you like crazy. So borrow my belief. My friend, if you're going to listen to this podcast, you must agree to a few things. Being loved is one of them. (laughs) You must agree that you are smart. You are brave. You are strong. Capable. And you are loved like crazy. And you are worthy. Can we just agree on that? Does that sound good? I mean, none of those things are bad. And the more you believe those things, the better your life will be, I promise. Now let's get to the other side of the spectrum. Let's get to the things you're not allowed to do, okay? So here we go. Number one, no more. You are no longer allowed to beat yourself up. No more talking to yourself like a bad dog that just peed on the new carpet, okay? If people are honest, like this negative self-talk is rampant. We berate and beat the crap out of ourselves on such a horrific level that if the people around us could hear our like internal dialogue and thoughts, we would probably be embarrassed by how terribly mean we are. We're so mean, not to other people, but to ourselves. So from now on, you are not allowed to do that. <laughs> no more. Sorry. Instead, we're going to install a filter. We're installing a filter in your brain, okay? Moving forward, everything you say to yourself must be put through this filter. And and here's the filter. You have to ask yourself, is this something I would say to the person that I love most in this world? And if the answer is no, if you wouldn't say it to them, then you can't say it to yourself. Maybe it's your child or your mom or your dad or your best friend or your spouse. It doesn't matter. Whoever you love and care for the most, if you wouldn't say whatever you're thinking to them, 
then it doesn't belong in your head. You can't say it to yourself. Mentally, you can't say it to yourself, and you certainly can't say it to yourself out loud. Okay? Okay. I'm glad we agree on that. But here's the forewarning. You've got to be vigilant because that bully in your brain will sneak up and smack you hard before you know it. So you've got to stand guard and be sure to run everything, run every thought through your new filter. All right, next up. You are no longer allowed to talk down to yourself and wallow in shame. I'm sure none of you have ever done this, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Unfortunately, most people are experts at this. We're all guilty. But here's the thing. It's important to understand that there's a difference between shame and guilt because these often kind of get clumped together. Famous shame researcher Brene Brown sums it up this way. She says, I believe that there's a profound difference between shame and guilt. I believe that guilt is adaptive and helpful. It's holding something that we've done or failed to do up against our values and feeling psychological discomfort. She goes on to say this, I define shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Something we've experienced done or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. So guilt is basically us acknowledging that we messed up or didn't live up to something. It's owning our action. That's good. This is a good thing and it can be helpful, but if we're not careful, it can transform into something terrible and that's shame. See, I believe that we cross over into shame when we take our mess ups and shortcomings on as our identity Hence Brene's words. She said, we believe we are flawed and unworthy. Well, you begin to believe you're flawed and unworthy when your screw-ups and your shortcomings are your identity. That's who you are. And then, since that's who you are, well, of course you're unworthy. Of course you're flawed. This could have been started or brought on by your parents or maybe your spouse, unfortunately, or, or maybe a bully at school or by your own actions. Your own mess-ups, taking on a flawed, unworthy identity could happen due to a hundred different things. But here's the good news. The solution for all of them is the same. It's forgiveness. And that brings us to the next thing on our list. You are no longer allowed to not forgive yourself. There's a really good chance you're holding on to some crap, man. There's a really good chance you're holding on to something, like something you screwed up or something you said or something you did that was stupid or hurtful, something that you wish you could take back. Or maybe you're just mad at yourself for being so fat and out of shape that you just can't forgive yourself for allowing this to happen. The situation or circumstances may be large or it may be small, but it doesn't change the incredible power of forgiveness. Forgiveness for yourself and for everyone else. See, here's the thing. My faith tells me that we are called to forgive others. But my friends, here's the kicker. You can't really forgive others until you forgive yourself. If you're holding a bunch of crap against yourself, you're just going to hold a bunch of stuff against everyone else. And let me tell you, that's just going to make for a miserable life and miserable relationships. Look, here's the thing. It's your life and it's your decision. But here's what I'm proposing and here's what I'm promising. Mercy 
grace and forgiveness are like the strongest things on this planet. And once you harness their power, it will absolutely, drastically change your life. But I know, I know, I get it. Because I'm a human being too, it's tough. Like, this is not easy stuff we're talking about. It's tough because forgiveness seems like we're letting ourselves or we're letting someone else off the hook. Just, it's not fair. It doesn't make sense. And that's because when you have been hurt or wronged, whether it was by yourself or by someone else, you feel that you're owed something. It becomes a kind of a debt-debtor sort of thing. Andy Stanley says it very simply. He says, forgiveness is simply a decision to cancel a debt. Now, for a lot of us, that seems uncomfortable, right? Like, I can't just cancel a debt. They owe me something. Like, I'm owed something here. But if we're really honest, there's nothing that can be done to pay off an invisible emotional debt. Sure, apologies are good. Some people like flowers. Other people like to have a good long talk. Some other people just like to be mad and hold on to their hurt and anger. Regardless, at the end of the day, nothing that anyone else does will do away with what happened. It's just the facts of the matter. It all comes down to you and a decision. It all comes down to your intentional choice to let it go and be done and be okay and to declare They don't owe me anything anymore. Or maybe if you're mad at yourself, you declare, hey, I'm finished with that. I'm letting go of it. I will not drag it behind me anymore. It will not slow me down and bog my life down anymore. It will no longer define me. That is the power of forgiveness. It frees you up. As Lewis B. Smead's So beautifully put it, he said, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. Set yourself free, my friends. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Okay, next up. You are no longer allowed to always put yourself second. No more constantly denying yourself for the sake of others who may or may not even appreciate you. 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 The one that has the earbuds in, the one that has me pumping through their speakers, you are more important and valuable than you can imagine. And you deserve to be prioritized and taken care of. And while those around us who love us should help prioritize and take care of us from time to time, you can't rely on them for that. It is your responsibility to take care of you. Now, this may sound selfish, like, oh, I can't do that. That's so selfish. That's so self-centered. But I would argue the exact opposite. If you don't sometimes prioritize yourself, if you don't take care of yourself, it's impossible to love and take care of other people. Imagine a football player. This is going to seem like a kind of a crazy analogy here, but imagine a football player who looks out on the field and he goes, oh, my gosh, my teammates need me. And he goes running out on the field to help his teammates before he ever takes the time to put on his pads. He would get destroyed. He would be injured. And then he would be out of the game and of no help to his teammates. But 
If he takes care of himself first by strengthening his body and putting on his pads, his protection, then he is capable and ready to help his teammates. So, stop pretending like you're a martyr for everyone around you. I know it may seem altruistic and like, oh, totally selfless, but I believe it can sometimes be just a dressed up way of not doing the hard work of taking care of and improving yourself. So no more putting yourself second, okay? Okay, next up. You are not allowed to settle and be stagnant. No more just accepting the way you think life has to be. If your life or your body or your health is not the way you want it, change it. It's time to change it. Like I said earlier, you are capable. You have all the power within you to do anything you want. So why in God's name do we settle for something that isn't amazing? Why do we settle for something that is not what we want? Why do we fall into this rut in life and just become stagnant? There's a lyric in a song by the Goo Goo Dolls that says, I see the young man sitting in the old man's bar waiting for his turn to die. Now that sounds kind of depressing, but when we really pull back, isn't that the trap that some of us fall into? We just settle into this ho-hum life that isn't at all what we really want. And before we know it, we're just waiting for our turn to die. It's like we're waiting for something to come and change our life, to change our world, to knock us out of our rut, to change us. When in reality, the only thing that can change you is you. The only thing that can change your life is you. So my friend, you are no longer allowed to be stagnant, to just settle for what you think your life is supposed to be. Because your life and your body and your marriage and your career and your friendships and your health, anything, all of that can be anything you want. But you must be the one to change it. And you can change it because, don't forget, you are smart, (laughs) brave, strong, capable, loved more than you can imagine, and worthy worthy of anything that you want in life. (sighs) So, here's the deal. I don't want this to be a podcast episode that you listen to and then you just forget within a few days. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to condense all of these things, what you are and what you're no longer allowed to do, into a simple one-page document. A contract with yourself (laughs) that you can download sign, and read through every day and stick to. Call me crazy or call me corny, but I truly believe this could change your life. It'll take me a day or two to get the document ready because this was totally unplanned. But if you want it, just click the link below that says Corey's contract. Couldn't think of anything uh, more exciting than that. And then watch your email or unfortunately watch your spam folder because sometimes that's where my emails land. Uh, And it'll be sent to you in the next day or two. But let's not just stop there. Let's take things up a notch, okay? Once you print it out and sign it for a little extra accountability, I want you to take a picture of it, post it on social media, and tag me in it. That will be kind of like a declaration. It'll be like declaring, here I am, I'm doing this, I'm committing to it, and then 
I absolutely cannot wait to see your post. I cannot wait to celebrate that with you. Because like I said earlier, nothing bad comes from this kind of stuff. Nothing bad comes from believing that you're strong and capable and able and that you're loved and you're worthy and you're courageous. Nothing bad comes from no longer allowing yourself to settle and be stagnant or to always put yourself second and to not forgive yourself. Nothing bad comes from not talking down to yourself and no longer beating yourself up. Those are all good things. So, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, I hope you've you will share it with someone. I hope you'll download the contract and you'll sign it and that you'll tag me on social media. Okay, guys, I'm signing off. But don't ever forget, there's more to you than what you weigh, so screw those scales. And losing weight, man, it's really about gaining life and living the life that you truly want because I promise you, you freaking deserve it. (laughs) I'm signing off. That's it, guys. Much love. God bless. Bye-bye.